Hello and welcome back to another episode of Cody Underground. I am Cody Willard. It's May 7th, 2014. Today, I am going to talk about changes, thus the song you're hearing in the background. More about that song later. And I'm also going to talk about being on top of your own psyche and the bull's psyche that took damage yesterday. And finally, do a little bit of analysis of technical analysis analysis. <laughs> yeah, I'll make sense of that later in two. Uh, I'll run through a few headlines and uh, let's do it. Uh, first off, you know, the markets opened up a bit this morning, but uh, certainly the NASDAQ took it on the chin uh, by the time I started recording this podcast today at around uh, 1.30 Eastern Time, um, and it, it got ugly there for a while, Twitter down big again today, uh, Facebook down big, the momentum stocks in general have just been demolished in the last Eh, a month, six weeks, and again this week. I've, uh, as I've mentioned recently, uh, many times I like to do the tranche buying approach where I scale into s- stocks I like when they're getting killed, and I've been doing that. Um, and I like to scale out of stocks when they're up a bunch, and I had been doing that before this big pull off. I also own some non-high flying stocks like Lindsay and Calgon and other stocks I've mentioned before, and. They haven't been demolished nearly as badly as, say, the bull's psyche was yesterday, and the tech momentum trader's psyche has been killed here repeatedly for the last month or six weeks, and again today. And that's going to leave a mark on the bulls, um, at least for a few days. I mean, the markets can always change in a heartbeat and take back off and or crash again, depending on what happens daily, you know, in the economy, and um, there's always geopolitical risk out there, and black swan events, which means, uh, simply means something that's not on your radar, and is almost impossible to have on your radar, that will and can, uh, that can and will come along and change your, uh, what you're willing to pay for stocks, what your risk tolerance level is, and Black swans are always out there. Um, you just never know when's gonna when one's gonna float in to our pond. As always, I suggest you using a tranche approach to buying anything. Do a little bit now, leave more room for later, and I want you to step back for a moment and remember how good it felt when all your high flying stocks were at all time highs a couple months ago. The momentum stocks giveth and they taketh away. So use the playbook. Buy weakness. And remember to trim some next time they rally. Yesterday, by the way, was the four-year anniversary of the great stock market flash crash. I actually did a real-time playbook as that was happening for my readers on MarketWatch, which is... Uh, what I, I mean, I was still an anchor at Fox Business when that flash crash happened, but at the time I did a real-time blog of it, how I would trade it, 
And you can find that on Market Watch, the Cody word, search for Cody Willard, the flash crash. And uh, it's pretty funny looking back now because uh, I just I'll read these, these quotes to you. I'd be covering some shorts and would buy a batch of calls every 100 points down starting right now at 10.450. That's at the Dow Jones at 10,450. It was down about 400 points at that point moment and later I said I know you have butterflies on the 700 point drop but don't lose your cool if you were wanting to start buying now's the time to start scaling in and then finally when the markets closed almost flat on the day and anybody who had bought calls when the market was down 700 800 900 and a thousand points as I'd suggested they do in real time I wrote if you bought calls you are now up huge Sell half your calls, go home, and throw a party for your girlfriend. I don't do real-time blogs there on MarketWatch anymore. It's uh, just too tough to go through all the editing and whatnot. Uh, but we do have, I do real-time commentary about markets and my trading on Scudify.com. And I do post all my real-time trades as I'm doing them on in my personal portfolio on TradingWithCody.com. And you can get you can find me at Market Watch. My blog is called the Cody Word. You can find me at Scudify. My uh, my handle is Cody Willard, of course. And you can also find me at TradingWithCody.com. And I still do Skype TV appearances and radio interviews. And you can find me all over the place if you really want to. Um, let's talk about a few chart uh, uh, headlines that I. St- struck my fancy today. Number one, I saw on Barron's they were talking about charts say stocks wound may have further to go. And I said, I commented on this, that I don't believe that the universe slash capitalism, I've believed this for a long time. I don't believe, I have never believed that the universe or capitalism will reward the drawing of straight lines on historical price patterns for a stock. And that's truly what technical analysts do for the most part they draw you see them with take those stock charts and draw lines above and below where the stock price the historic stock price has traded and um if it gets out from those straight lines then it's a breakout if it collapses underneath the straight lines then it's a broken stock and that type of stuff i don't believe you can sustainably profit from that type of technical or just about any type of technical analysis drawing lines might be art but i don't think it's profitable for traders that being said one of the most insightful options traders and options data trackers that you'll ever find his name is john smart and you can find him on scudify under the handle big options uh he made some great points in response to my commentary about not believing in historical price pattern straight line drawing, also known as technical analysis. Go f- go look it up on our discussion up on Scudify if you're interested on more, but needless to say, he, he finished by saying, quote, fundamental traders tend to run into the same problem, Cody. Too many think a stock is over or slash undervalued, and it keeps going against what the majority believes should be happening. Recall the sentiment on Netflix and Tesla in late 2012, and that it was that they were way overvalued at $90 and $40, respectively. 
again, you can go find the entire com- uh, discussion and lots of great debates like that going on on Scudify. If you're an investor or trader and you're serious about trying to make some money in the markets and you're not on Scudify, you're missing out. There really is a lot of a lot to be learned on there in addition to what you do already every day, reading Market Watch, reading Wall Street Journal, reading New York Times, reading blogs, Zero Hedge, Naked Capitalism, um, Jesse, Cafe Americana. Those are some of the things I read every day in addition to Scudify and um, you know, writing every day at all the various venues I do. Are you guys as sick of the next headline as I am? Alibaba IPO. <laughs> I'm not going to finish it. I, I, I Googled, uh, I went to Google News and searched Alibaba IPO, and there are currently 90,000 headlines in the last week about this topic. I'll tell you this, I've been waiting patiently to short Yahoo once Alibaba finally comes public. But it sounds like it's going to be a long time to come still. Alibaba, Yahoo, by the way, owns a big chunk of Alibaba, and that's this Yahoo stock has been hyped up, and it's gone up a bunch, frankly, over the last year or so as the Alibaba IPO has been hyped repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. If you're a stock trader, you know you're probably sick of hearing about Alibaba like I am. The point being, when it's that type of cycle and there's that much news and coverage of something it's more than likely already priced into the stock. Yahoo's up a bunch already. I expect Yahoo will make a great short side trade into the Alibaba IPO and there soon after. But it's not going to happen till Labor Day, apparently. So we're going to have to sit through months more of these Alibaba IPO headlines. Eh, spare me. Mm. Another one that I just will mention, drones, drones, drones. I, I, I talked about drones on um, Monday's podcast, and I'm doing these podcasts three days a week, by the way. Cody Underground, you can find me on iTunes, you can find me on SoundCloud, and I embed it over at Scudify and on MarketWatch and my blogs, too. So you can find me all over again with these podcasts. And uh, I talked about Monday in detail, uh, some more about the drone revolution and the long-term private market applications and markets that will be created and how to try to profit from that. And then I, by the way, wrote another newsletter about it yesterday on Market Watch in my Revolution Investing newsletter, which you can get for 99 bucks a year over there on Market Watch. And it, in it, I wrote this. You see, the biggest problem with all the predictions and models for the drone revolution that are out there right now is that they can't account for the brilliant, innovative, and ever-new uses that unmanned aircraft and smaller remotely or automatically controlled devices will be used for in the future. There you have it. That's what you need to look into, the future, guys. That's the whole key. Doing things that nobody else will do doing things differently than anybody else is doing them. If you want to outperform, that's what it's going to take. And looking out into the future, accepting changes. That's Cody Underground. I'm Cody Willard. Today's song is Changes. David Bowie. Classic. Great lyrics, too.
And that's it, guys. Peace, love, and happiness. Till next time. I know, by the way, I'm all over the place. The blog, newsletter, Scudify, Trading with Cody, general media appearances. It is what it is. That's how you build a brand. If you guys are writing newsletters and or just trying to build a business out there on Wall Street, put yourself out there. It's paid off for me. And keep changing with the times, even if you're putting yourself out there. Peace. <laughs>